This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back, everybody, to The Shift, by the way. Katie and I on the phone, even though we're both in New York. How annoying is that? I know, that's so weird. We're both in New York and we still have to do it this way. Yeah, thank God. Aren't we lucky now that we had figured out this system ages ago? The amount of people who are messaging me being like, now how do you do that? I want to keep my podcast going. I'm becoming, I nearly need to do like a little tutorial online <laughs> for them. And the thing is, like, I get it. People are just, they want to, see, the main thing is, I guess, for comedians right now, they just want to keep putting out content and be remembered and not yes. fall by the wayside. So I get that. But I'm like, thank God now I videoed a fair amount of my last few set. I was kind of pissed off I didn't video the last couple but i have a good few videos that i'll just keep chopping away jokes from or crowd work and just for the next month to put up the odd clip that's it really you know we're doing the podcast and everything so that's fine you know yeah exactly yeah um and, anyway and as well it's making you be like well i found it quite overwhelming because i'm always like oh, if i wasn't working every day and if i wasn't doing stand-up every day i'd be able to write my pilot i'd be able to do this and like the last few days that i actually had the time i felt really overwhelmed i was like overwhelmed by what just like which idea i would do does that make sense so i just had to like be like right i need to set a plan be like okay you're working on this today you're working on that today you're working on that does that make sense because all of a sudden yeah, yeah. you're like I mean, oh, whatever works free time. For you. but most important the most important thing is to just write anything because yeah. most of the time your brain stops you from beginning once you begin you're liberated no it's so actually so true. i mean what you're saying is 100 percent right you know if that helps you to begin whatever helps you to begin you just begin yeah because like there was two days there where i just felt fucking overwhelmed and i was like i just couldn't even i was just staring at the laptop and then i was like right you know just fucking write and then once i start writing i was like okay i feel better yeah, now. that's it because you start you, you you're thinking about the vastness of the task <laughs> rather than the task is actually to just write anything yeah but in your mind you're thinking the vastness of the task is to achieve this great goal but the goal doesn't get achieved in a day the goal gets achieved over time and often so much of what you write isn't what ends up in it but it is it is part of what gets you to the point that matters but you can't get to that point unless you start you don't get to a destination unless you take the first step blah 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 self-help mumbo jumbo but it all works <laughs> yeah. in terms of writing yeah. you take a fucking step and that's the beginning of the journey mm -hmm. but the problem is a lot of people get so overwhelmed by the destination that they forget to fucking start walking to it yeah no absolutely no absolutely and this is a metaphor for life katie i know i loved it Jez. this is great this is very inspirational thanks <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's been the theme of the day just uh, talking about idea i've been talking to a few people having these types of conversations including conversations to myself but anyway with all that said obviously that's just us coming to terms with the crazy 
uh, the crazy world that we live in. Uh, um, it could be quite a while before we get back into stand up. So really, this is that time to 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 gather up your ideas. And we did. I did put it out on Instagram. Uh, considering this is a sex and dating podcast, although it does feel a bit unimportant. Don't you feel that? Mm, yeah, well, you know, it's like, no, like, um, I guess it, it's made me think more about dating since I've had all this free time. So, so, like, I'm sure a lot of people are now kind of like thinking, mm, what do I want? Do I want a partner? Do I want, you know, like you have more time to well, think about it. Did you have that feeling? Did you have that? No, mm-hmm. Let me ask. Did you have the feeling that, fuck i wish i was more settled in my life right now mm-hmm. seeing as i'm now like a single girl living with my flatmate that i didn't know until <laughs> i moved into this flat did you did she get that feeling yeah well in fairness now I, i'm lucky because i have actually known her for five years so she's the first friend all right okay but um so i'm very lucky but yeah no i all of a sudden had time because i'm very much a you know it'd be nice to have a partner right now and have that support um yeah and then i was even thinking i can't believe this came into my head but i was like thinking god you know if i didn't have stand-up i don't really have anything else which is fine like you know i have like comedy and stuff but i it really is like all of like you know and i was kind of thinking maybe i would one day like a kid which is something i've been very actively against but the past few days thinking about it i've been kind of like you know a family would be you know maybe it's something i should consider in the future and that's all just a couple of days locked to my house (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm sure Talking a lot of people, pants. you know, a, a lot of people think that because suddenly you just feel you feel so alone. Yeah, you know? and I don't want that now. Like, I don't want a kid now. I, I wouldn't bring a, a kid into a world where I have no money. But it was something that I was like, okay, maybe, you know, and other things like, you know. I know, but if you had a kid right now, you'd have to be worried about the fucking kid. That's you know? what I mean. You'd be crying. And, oh, no, I, I wouldn't want of that. Of course, I, of course, I'm joking, by the way. I know that everyone loves their children. But when I put out, I put out a couple of messages today, like another day of passing time. And then a few people are like, hey, it's fine for you. I'm not <laughs> passing time. I'm working remotely and I have to homeschool my oh, kids. Right. And, you know, and I was just Nightmare. Like, okay. <laughs> Nightmare. No, that's the thing. And for me, I probably, look, I probably might not end up having kids but it's just the first time that i've thought maybe now i mean like 10 percent out of 100 out of you know no i i think this would be a time that you would feel i mean i i guess i did feel a little bit of that just in the you know because actually i wasn't feeling it was aiden and i in the house it's like aiden's my brother and you know we were we were kind of had like a little family vibe going but when i did get here and i was you know I, i am totally on my own here which i which was my choice i mean i'm happy with that but I, uh, you know, I did once or twice kind of think like, God, this is, this is really, it's just me here. You yeah. know, it's, and I, I, I actually, I didn't feel like so much like I'd like to have a family. I just kind of thought, oh, it's so weird how much I'm content with this. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, you know, that's just being content with my own life. You know, well, you I'm know, not going to judge, I'm not going to judge myself too harshly. No. And that's the other thing as well. Like I haven't been like, um, uh, you know, well, there's there were certain things that obviously I like, you know, uh, that I would be low about. Like, obviously, a friend passed away, but other than that, the 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 one thing that's the COVID is is making me realize, and I wouldn't have wished the fucking Corona on the world, but I mean, to also just being like, I need to when I get back to reality, being health like be healthy and kind of not like I don't need to go out every fucking night and do stand up. Yes. 
Jesus, Katie, you're having a lot of life realization. Yeah, like too quick. We got another two months of this. I'll still, I'll you're gonna still be a fucking go monk out. by the time this is over. I'll still go out every, every I'll probably still go out most nights. But I all mean, right, like, come on, Katie, you're not gonna sort you, you. You just had too much time to think. Don't worry, that'll all pass. Know, the minute you have one fucking drink, you'll be like, come on, baby. I know, but coronavirus I, is over. I know, right? I'll be like back to eating wrapped chicken sandwiches every day. But just one thing, like even just cooking, I was like, God, I never cook. I haven't cooked in like ten years. Oh, I'm done. I'm fucking done with cooking already, man. I don't cook. I don't cook, and I, I I fucking so much food in the house, and all I do is eat. I'm so done with having a full fridge. Like I just can't wait to go back to like not having to worry about going to the supermarket again. I, I'm actually like, if my roommate leaves now, I'll be very like it'd be awful. But I'm actually having great crack with her. Like we've been going to, we've been like a little married couple. We've been going to the store, and I was like, you know yeah, what? No, it's nice to have somebody in the house. Yeah, I was like, you know what? For this Corona now, I'm not going to drink. I'm going to get real healthy. And then we walked by the liquor store, and we got bottles of wine, bottles of Jameson. We had a great night the other night watching In Bruges and intermission i uh, saw that yeah i'll give you a fucking co is it called covid or have i been saying it wrong the whole time covid right covid19 covid19 yeah i'll give you a fucking covid dating story for you so my roommates um so he, she's been hooking up with this guy very casual this is all she wants because she'd come out of a kind of long-term thing so he knows that that's grand and then it's been a while since they've seen each other and she was like, look, before the lockdown, do you want to you kind of hook up? And he was like, yeah, yeah, great. And then she was like, oh, it's $50 in an Uber to get to yours or mine. Let's skip it. Because, you know, it was like nighttime. And he goes, oh, am I not worth it? And then she was like, oh, fuck, yeah, you're right. You know what? Fuck it. It's only 50. I'll pay for your Uber over and you can pay for your Uber in the in the morning. Now, they had been texting, sexting, and he'd been sex. She has me translated because her English isn't good enough for sexting. And the fucking shit he was saying, he was like, I can't wait to eat your creamy pussy. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I can't fucking. And he was like, I can't wait to give you this treat. And I was like, oh, yaddy. I don't know. This is. Oh, I said her name. Oh, well, whatever. She's on my Instagram. So whatever. Um, And then. I was like, I don't know, I think he needs a fucking translator for his sexing as well. This is a bit rough. Um, And then she was like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. And then so he comes, he comes over, she pays for the Uber. And then he sits down and he starts fucking talking to me for ages, like ages. And I'm sitting there like, I'm not even answering. He's just talking at me. And eventually she gets up and leaves into the room. And he's in another five minutes asking all about Ireland. And I go, look, I think she's fucking waiting for you. I think you, you should go inside. And he was Oh, like, she was in the room. Yeah, he, he like she'd left. Jesus Christ. And then he was like, Oh right, yeah, 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 you're right. And so he goes into the room, they have sex, and then the he leaves, and then she's talking to me and she's like, Oh, and I'm like, Did he he didn't want to get the subway because he was afraid of the COVID or whatever? And she goes, Yeah, but his COVID. COVID, sorry. And then she goes, Yeah, but his card declined, so I had to pay for his Uber back to his apartment. So I was like, Okay, wait, you're just out like a hundred quid and this guy like this is mental to me. Like this is this this is insane. So she just paid like a hundred for this guy to come over, have sex. Anyway, I was just like, That is yeah, not just welcome to being a guy. <laughs> just like She's a guy that basically, that was a very long story for me to basically bump it down. She wanted to get fucked. She had to fucking invest in it. You know, she <laughs> yeah. probably wanted it more than he did, you know, and he doesn't, have, you know, so he, he, she's a guy and he's a girl. Okay. And then he texted and he was like, I hope you, you enjoyed your treat. you know how many times treat. I fucking, well, <laughs> fucking treat. Whatever that, that's between them, you know? Okay. Yeah. Is that too that's bad? That's you know, that's, that's their... That's between them, you know. I mean, she did share. That's just a lot of for her to share with you. And turn, you know, 
I mean, that's fine. You know, you're you're also totally allowed to judge their their sexting, but sexting is quite a personal thing, you know. Yeah, well, I just thought it was funny because the poor lad thought she was like, you know, all like let's say getting silly and wet but really she was like okay what will i i don't understand this what will i say back next (laughs) oh you had to translate for their sexting yeah that's why i knew oh sorry i gotcha i gotcha yeah oh yeah but you know yeah you're right i guess it's good i guess she's doing something for feminism by paying for all the ubers i wouldn't be paying for the fucking ubers but um well you know she's got the money i guess whatever you know it's hard to know if the, you know if it, it's first of all it's crazy times and secondly at least she got I've it done, in before we get I've fucking lockdown. flown people from I've flown people from Ireland to New York or or I've, right. I've flown people across the world to get right. late and he probably was just chatting away to me to make like an effort with the friend in fairness to him I think someone should tell him not to say creamy pussy but he was probably just trying to be like illiterate or whatever wait what's the word alliteration Red. He probably, yeah. maybe, yeah, he probably, pussy. he meant wet, I guess, and he just fucking went off a bit. Well, you know, yeah, you, you've never really been down there, but, uh, well, I asked quite creamy. Her, I said, I hope you don't have a creamy pussy. It can pussy. be creamy. Well, I said, it can be, really? It can look a little creamy when it's really wet, yeah. Okay, well then, there you go. Once just so you know, like, like, once it's not like, you know, and she was like, no, it's grand, my, my vag is, my vagina is grand, so I was like, grand, because she's a vegan, so there shouldn't be any fucking cream down there. <laughs> No, that's it's fucking vaginal secretion, Katie. Yeah, I guess. I guess when can... your pussy's wet, what the fuck do you think is going on down there? Yeah, but I've never heard it re- referred to as creamy. Oh, I, I've heard, I've heard. I mean, it's not, it's not my term, but I've, I've, really? I've heard it referred to as creamy. Yeah, look, at least they're fucking sexy. But I've also <laughs> seen, I've also seen, I've seen, uh, you know, a creamy vagina, like like fresh cream, not like not like fucking. <laughs> Not like clotted cream. That's what clotted cream of. is bad. I'm clotted of like cream, curly is bad. cream. Yeah. No, no, this is more just like, just like, ju- you know, juicy. Juicy. <laughs> ah, stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Well, well, what, Katie? It's a sex podcast. What, you haven't been down there. You haven't no, but, fucking licked a pussy. That's what my. That's you got you, the guy. Got to fucking. You got to be down there to see that. Sometimes it's a little creamy. <laughs> The guy that I'm seeing always messaged me joking, saying juicy, because it's a funny word, so I just fucking died now that you said that. <laughs> juicy pussy, baby. Fucking, juicy oh, I, I love a juicy pussy. Man. <laughs> I love this. There's nothing better, man. Okay. Who doesn't like, when you take a bite into that peach and it fucking drips all over your face, that's a fucking good peach. Yeah, that's- Nobody ne- wants nobody wants a fucking dry, hard no. peach. They want a fucking juicy fucking drip all over your chin peach, yeah. Katie. No, I get it. And I get like soaking wet if the guy turns me on. So, you know. Exactly. You're creamy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm creamy, baby. No dairy, but creamy downstairs. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, just I guess I feel kind of bad now because the poor lad, because he was nice, like, and you know, but. What do you mean the poor lad? He got laid. Yeah, true. And he got it on his terms. I, but I would have been like, here's $2 for the subway. It's grand. If they're not shut down, you're fine. Like. Just don't fucking sit beside anybody. But he, I, he's obviously very freaked out about the corona. But now tonight, plus he was be... doing the traveling, you know. Yeah, exactly, and yeah, yeah. She was hosting in yeah. the in that sort of like swingers terms. I can host. She's great. <laughs> she's very like, uh, she's very relaxed. You know, nothing really bothers her. Like she was just like, ah. all right. But anyway, yeah, yeah. She's she's fucking. She's Latino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. very relaxed about it all. So anyway, did you get? Uh, I put it out on Instagram there about uh, COVID dating. Uh, you know, two meter Tinder came up when I was talking to Joanne McNally on the Des Bishop podcast. Two meter Tinder. Her flatmate was meeting people, and uh, 
like just in the park, but keeping like two meters apart, just like meeting, just being like, hello. Yeah. But uh, did you get any, uh, well, wh- did you get any f- feedback on the, on the, the, the COVID dating stuff? I mean, really, to be honest, I think it's less important people talking about COVID dating. I think what's more important is you need to be very comfortable with the very thing that you've been showing a little bit of discomfort with, which is uh, sexting and FaceTiming and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I do like, I, well, yeah, do you know what I mean? I, I, I sex my guy, but we just end up joking about it. So it's like, but we're both, we both don't take things very seriously. So he's asked me for a couple of nudes and I've said no. Um, so yeah, I'm that's, failing. That's, that's, I'm, that's up to you. Yeah, I'm that's up to you. But COVID. I do think, I do think that it depends on the stage that you're at. So I, I got, <clears throat> I got a few different types of messages. I got messages from people who are like in a relationship and they have kids and stuff. And basically it's fucking with their sex life. Cause even though they're together more, cause they're not working, the fucking kids are always around and it's just hard to sort of like get that space. Yes. So it's actually kind of messing with their sex life a little bit. Yeah. Uh, then I get messages from people who had like early, but good relationships going. That's now really getting fucked over by yeah. this uh, coronavirus situation. Same. And I think in that scenario, I think this is the time where you really have to take a leap of faith and say, if we're going to keep this going, because first of all, it's very hard to keep like just everyday texting going, you know, like when suddenly texting is the only thing that you've got after a few days, it's like, Hey, how are you today? It's like, well, the same as fucking yesterday. I've watched everything (laughs) on Netflix, blah, blah, blah. You know, so you're sort of running out of, you're running out of things. to Well, I I, no, I completely, yeah, I completely relate. Like I started, I didn't realize, but like maybe like 30 minutes in, I had texted 400 years worth of Irish history to this dude. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) Yeah, but at least that's good. That's an interaction. But what I'm saying is like, eventually if you've had like, so essentially this scenario I'm talking about is your scenario scenario right mm-hmm. so New, yeah. i do think i do think to keep the passion going as it started quite passionate and a few people have messaged messaged in being like i was at a very early stage of a successful relationship and one of them was like already i can feel that it's kind of like you know it's sort of fading a bit because we've run out of things to say i do think that you have to take the leap and talk more on the phone and you have to sort of maybe try to sext or phone sex or facetime you know, whatever you're comfortable with, obviously, but I think it's I think it's worth the risk of trying. Even if in a situation like yours, you're finding yourselves being a bit giggly, you can get a bit more sort of serious about it. Like you kind of have to do it. It's 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 you have to do it at a time where you're gonna say we're gonna masturbate. Because see, once you start masturbating, the giddiness comes out of it. Yeah. If you're masturbating together, the giddiness comes out of because actually you do get kind of you get kind of horny and you get. You get into it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, You're looking I'm for an that idiot. material. I'm an idiot, but I don't. I don't mean. I don't mean just just to think of it personally for you. I mean just to think no. of it also. G- I think g- generally. I think for everybody as well because it's really hard because you're kind of like so I have all these like little rules I follow by and I'm sure people are feeling the same way and you're kind of like like I I wouldn't send out nudes unless it's a boyfriend unless I've had that exclusivity talk because I feel safer then because then I can give out to them if I fucking find out. The, you know and i feel like more i just feel trusted then like i trust well, just never send a nude with your head in it you know that right yeah exactly and so um but now you're at the point where you're like you know well it'll be a few weeks or months before depending on what lockdown or depending on whether you've already seen each other and you are going to still see you know i, I don't know it's just like uh, yeah i guess you have to reevaluate like one of the girls I'll say who it is actually because she, uh, some people listen to her podcast so she'll probably talk about it but Tori Piskin she was just like fuck it she was like I'm just gonna fucking FaceTime and yeah, masturbate but it's hot 
Yeah, yeah. And she was like, because she'd just started seeing this guy and it's casual or whatever. But she was like, I don't want to lose out on. Um, and they've, I, they're, it was very new. But they, she was like, I don't want to lose out on that kind of sexual spark because they, they haven't had sex yet. Well, yeah. So, so, you know, so she really has to put an effort into it for the next while. But yeah, she said she was just FaceTiming and they would chat and then they would FaceTime sex, like masturbate. I told yeah. her I would say it on the podcast. So she's grand. Because it's it. hot. It's fucking hot to watch somebody else come. Yeah. Especially and with while the FaceTime, it it's fine because they're too busy touching themselves to like screen record. Yeah, it. well, I think people should try that. Yeah. You know, I really think I, I, I would be encouraging people to to give. The, it can be awkward. I get it. It can be awkward. And listen, it might not be for you and you shouldn't feel you shouldn't feel bad uh, if, if it's not for you. But I do think that this is definitely a time to try it. I think it's easier if you start with a bit of general sexting and i do think sending sending a nude helps to sort of accelerate it but you got to be you got to be careful i i've had a few people send me nudes already to be honest but i i don't like sending nudes but that's more of a protection thing in terms of my my status <laughs> you know like i just i'm too paranoid about it i used to send them years ago i don't send them anymore yeah but that that's that's you know that comes with the, the, the there is a risk in in fairness like there is there is a risk to, to, to sending news. There has to be a lot of, yeah. there has to be quite a lot of trust. I think the thing is as well, like if you're going to send the nudes, you got to be okay with the chance that it's going to, you know, it's going to yeah, be fucking sent. Yeah, well, you got to keep WhatsApp your head group. out of it. You know, and then Joel Domit years ago got busted. He was jerking off with somebody and they recorded it and put it out. Mm. But, you know, he turns out he's a massive cock. So I'm sure he's delighted <laughs> that his fucking huge cock is out well, there. Well, that's the thing. But, uh, I really like my tits. So they're one thing I actually like about my body. So I'm kind of like, nah, if someone did see it. Or, but then it's like, it depends as well. Because the person I'm hooking up with now, I know his friends. I don't really want them seeing my tits. So then you're not... That's the, yeah, and that's the thing for a lot of people in Ireland. You yeah, know? but it'd be highly unlikely. Like in fairness, like it would be highly unlikely that this guy would be doing that. You know, True. but you know, listen, it's 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 completely it is completely up to you. But that's you know? what people but are I, thinking. I, I, you know, I, you're worried. You know, I, phone sex is way safer. Like, yeah, just you think like, FaceTime as in, sex, as FaceTime audio. Oh, FaceTime audio or a regular phone conversation. Because she's that she's is video that is way safe. No, I know, I know. I, oh, yeah. I, I when I was talking about FaceTime, I was talking about videoing. Okay, great, great, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right now, if you're a little bit paranoid, it, a, a, a safer way to start is to is to phone sex. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. I might do that because that's funny. Like, yeah. I think. Yeah. I wish more people had messaged in with kind of kind of kind of tips or whatever. But we didn't really ask for that. Yeah. Tips for what? Well, what they're doing, no, not even tips for phone sex, but I mean like what they're doing if they're jumping over that barrier now and just going, fuck it. Like obviously I know Tori is, but. Well, I didn't put that out there specifically. Are people going to start sending more nudes and getting more uh, technology, technology? That's definitely happening already. For It's a fact yeah. that that's happening already. Yeah. Loads of people, like loads of people are like checking in with their, their past partner. There's a lot of people like, you know, reaching out for different types of contact. How to bore them as much as anything else. Yeah, I'm getting like DMs from uh, old past people. Like, if you're walking by, if you're going for your walk by such and such, don't don't hesitate to give a, give a text there. I'm like, if I can't, if I wasn't going to touch you <laughs> before, I'm not going on a six foot walk with you, but nice person. So <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, you never know. Nice to reach out. <laughs> Well, so you, you think you're gonna you're gonna try then you're gonna try with the this guy to do a bit of yeah, facetime action i'll do it for the pod no like i mean you don't have to do it for the I'm pod i'm joking Kate. that was joking that's why i said it like that 
<laughs> yeah, you're lucky we're you're lucky we're fucking not in the same place in New York. We'd be like shouting at each other now. <laughs> no, I'm 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 asking you, are you going to give it a shot? Yeah, yeah, I will. Like, I'm just thinking with you saying all this. Like, I'm like, oh, missed opportunity last night because when he was texting goodnight, he was like, oh, I'm going to jerk off, and I was like, okay, enjoy. <laughs> Oh, that was Katie. He that, that, that you, Katie. That was what he was saying. I know because when I had been texting, kind of flirty, he would kind of turn it into a joke or whatever. So then I was turning it into a joke. But he probably like maybe because I was like, okay, night, I'm gonna go to sleep, and he was like, yeah, I'm gonna jerk off. I should have been like, oh yeah, me too, baby. Yeah, well, that was direct. Yeah, yeah. no, that was direct. No, he was, you know, he was probably waiting for you to say, do you want to do it together, or you know say like you know he was that was definitely him letting you know that's quite a dirt you know that's pretty direct dirt i mean of course you didn't have to respond but you did miss the cue there yeah yeah no i will like and i'm super comfortable with him so like it's probably the most comfortable i've been just like saying stuff and stuff so yeah fuck it like why not it's a bit fun um and i kind of a lot of people are into it like i i found because i'm quite cautious about it but like I, i i have found that you know it, it's pretty obvious when people want to start to go down that road. I mean, when I was younger, I used to try to instigate it more. But in my older years, I've, I'm, I'm less inclined to try to instigate it. But I do like it when somebody, you know, wants to go down that road. Yeah. And we, we've sexed it. We definitely sexed when I was in uh, Texas. But it was like kind of uncomfortable because I was getting like so fucking turned on. And I was like with the lads, like sitting down having a drink. So I was like, right, you have to stop because it's like wrong time. Yeah, but that's great, though. I know. I, I was so hot. Because then it's like that builds up. Yeah, that builds up the desire. I know. I was like getting like fucking wet. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm wearing like so why, I'm wearing wh- light jeans. So, I'm wearing light jeans. You have to stop. <laughs> So why are you not doing it now? That's what I don't understand. Yeah, no, no. Like, we, well, you know, um, yeah, well, yeah, we text every day. So that's great. He's pretty much like, he's pretty good with that. We're keeping up the contact that way, you know. So it's, um, yeah. By the way, where does he live? He lives in Hell's Kitchen. Now, we've seen each other since all of this. We were the last people to see each other. So if he has COVID, I have COVID. So COVID covid or whatever so um like um i think the place is going on lockdown soon so we'll probably like covid is like we both have a venereal disease oh yeah well if he has that i also have that (laughs) (laughs) we're coviding at the moment you know we had unprotected sex um 80 god yeah, I know. It's fucking end of the world you're and I'm throwing out all the rules. You're incriminating yourself. <laughs> I know. Don't do it. Wouldn't recommend it. I was having nightmares that I had STDs. I was like, technically now in fairness, he showed me his stuff. He's been checked, so it's fine. But like, I was like fucking having nightmares that I had STDs and I texted him. I was like, you sure? And he was like, yes, calm down. And I was like, okay. Um, but Which I never do, but I guess because I've known him for so long and yeah, I felt I mean, more comfortable. Like he's been a friend for a while. Um, anyway, sure. Listen, you got to get tested now. That's all. Be getting tested for COVID, COVID, and fucking STDs. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the problem is that, like, first of all, there's two problems. You need to get tested uh, for STDs, but it's I'd say it's next to fucking impossible to get that test right now because all these fucking companies are so busy testing for oh yeah no uh, coronavirus. And then number two, uh, Zithromax is actually the uh, Zithromax is the antibiotic that you need for. Uh, Chlamydia. And by the way, I was corrected on something which I forgot to say. Uh, it used to be one pill for chlamydia, but now it's actually a longer dose. So remember that time you were saying about antibiotics? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so actually they've changed the treatment for chlamydia. That it's, it's a longer dose of antibiotic now. 
for chlamydia. They've changed it because they, they, they think that there's been a little bit of a resistance. So they've actually changed the treatment of, uh, of chlamydia to a longer dose of, of antibiotics. It's no longer just one pill. Okay. Um, uh, which was uh, which was in relation to the story about diet pills. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I do. No, I but, remember but, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, 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 yeah. So it turns out actually there is a, it is a longer dose nowadays, but it is actually Zithromax, which is the drug that they're saying combined with hydrochloroquine uh, may or may not reduce the symptoms of uh, of the coronavirus, which is what Trump has been pushing for. Uh, you know, it's saying that that's going to be like the cure. So if you get chlamydia now, I'd say you're fucked because there's like a shortage of Zithromax now because the whole fucking world is like on the hunt for uh, Zithromax and hydrochloroquine. Yeah, but he doesn't have chlamydia because I saw the saw the things or, you know, so it's grand. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but everybody, yeah. but <laughs> telling you not worth the What are fucking, you doing? Oh, it's my fucking radiator. Just does that. It just has, remember? Oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. It's so annoying. I was it's, like, why is she doing the fucking dishes in the middle of the podcast? <laughs> Hey, I have a I have a routine now. Okay, um, no, but yeah, like for anyone listening, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend meeting up with your fucking COVID secret date and uh, not not bringing the condom because it's not going to be worth the fucking brain stress. Now, I had a listener have a six foot feet away date with her guy. Now, I guess they hadn't seen they can't see each other because they hadn't seen each other before the COVID, or maybe they're just being safe. Safe, but they had a six feet away date, which is nice. Yeah, and. That's it. That's just nice. I'd find that hard. I'd be like, yeah, that's okay. two meter Tinder. That's what? Two meter Tinder. Two meter Tinder. All right. Yeah. Well, they've been dating for a few months. Jesus, Katie, how, how long have you been outside the metric system that you didn't? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> what Six is this feet. word you just used? <laughs> um, um, yeah. So now that's good. Like, I guess you, so people already sent you nudes. That's great. Fair fucking place. And they're like, hello, Des, here's my tits. Well, some people are just very, some people, like, I, over the, some women are just very comfortable sending nudes. Like, uh, in the last sort of few years of, of the, you know, bits of dating that I've done or people that I've met, uh, some people are just way more, they send them quite quick, some of them, you know? Yeah. How would you start up a, so let's say, you know, so you're like, oh, I'm going to jerk off. And then what would you, how would you start it off? Would you like? Well, I, I, I these days I don't start it off because okay. it, it very much has to come from them because I'm just like. Scared. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, I had actually, you know, when I was in Australia last year, for example, say, uh, I, I kind of connected with this woman and then like everything in my, you know, like so much fucking travel. It's terrible for long distance relationships. But we, you know, it was pretty, it was pretty passionate towards the end of that trip in Australia, which was the early days of this podcast. And then, uh, which is almost a year to the day that we had a, a conversation about phone sex, funnily enough, because I remember sitting in that apartment fucking doing that podcast remotely also. But anyway, she, um, we kept that up and that was a lot of phone. We didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't FaceTime, but we had a lot of phone sex. But I guess that was like after she was big into sending sexy nudes. I didn't request them. She was big into sending them. And they were they were hot too, you know. Nice, yeah. And I I, I I of course the pictures were sexy, but I also liked that she got off on sending them. Yeah. So then I think I was the one that was eventually like, Will we just masturbate together on the phone? Because I still don't like doing uh FaceTime because I just I just I just think somebody will do a screenshot you know like a screenshot or something so uh but I uh, we we did have like a, quite a lot of phone sex the problem with phone sex with with her I mean uh, if she listens whatever nobody knows what I'm talking about but she 
took forever to fucking come. Now, I don't know if it was because we were on the phone. She was like paranoid, but like, my God, like it took forever. So the first two times I, I would wait to come with her. But like, I remember like one of the later times, like one time I just like, eventually I just lost my patience. I came, but I didn't tell her. You know? <laughs> so then the rest of the time, of course, after you come, you have no interest. So the rest of the time, like, you know, she's just like, you know, say this or whatever, you know, the stuff that we're saying. Yeah. And I'm just like going through the motions. And then eventually she was like, I'm going to come, I'm going to come. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to come. <laughs> it's like, I came for like a 10 minutes ago. I've been acting for 10 minutes. It's <laughs> <laughs> so great. I love that. You know, just like putting on a great performance. Like, oh fuck yeah. Gah, gah, gah. It's like whatever, you know, like a fucking porn star just pretending. Yeah. But uh, no, that great. was actually, that was the last time I had like proper like mutual masturbation uh, stuff. I've had like, I've had a lot of like teasy, teasy sort of sexting back and forth, but not really like, not like jerking off stuff, you know. I haven't really been in a situation where we couldn't meet up, to be honest, since yeah. then, you know. Yeah, I, so. yeah, I'm getting kind of excited now. I'm like, yeah, I should try it because I've never done that. And then like, this guy's probably the, like, I'm like, I'm at a point where I'm getting more, like, more and more comfortable with sex stuff, and then I'm also really comfortable with him because I know I'm so. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Oh, come on, everybody. Great. Get on your phones. Isn't it so funny? I thought phones would be the thing that would uh, make us um, eventually not socially, would make everybody socially awkward, but now they're the things bringing us together. So thank you, phones. Yeah, they're bringing us together, yeah. Yeah, like we'll, we, I, I will have like a, a date date with him like soon. So because we've already seen each other from the corona or whatever. So if he has it, I have it. So we're not, until the lockdown, we can go for like a, whatever, little walk and stuff. So we're not too bad. Well, yeah, except that a lot of life has happened in the interim. So you're, 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 you're taking a risk. Like, like yeah. you could have got it in the meantime. You yeah. Know, the idea. And, and also obviously. Well, I guess if we do six feet, we're grand. We'll see. We'll just keep up with the phone. You can't have sex and then do six feet unless you mutually masturbate. Yeah. You go over to the corner of the kitchen there. <laughs> yeah. You just come in and then just start fucking going at yourselves, you know? Oh, sure. Thanks. You fucking reminded me. Sure. I don't think Irish people would have seen this, but anyone who listens from New York would have seen this. But did you see the fucking New York thing that the new york health sent out about having sex oh yeah you sent that to me do you want to do you want to read that out there yeah let me go into my old screenshots there so firstly they're just like uh sex and coronavirus um but can you have sex and it's like here's some of the tips to enjoy sex safely without spreading it so um you know normal stuff normal stuff uh have sex with people close to you so i can fuck my roommate um you are you yeah like in other words no one night stands yeah so like i guess it'd be grand yeah if you've already look if you've already it's fine yeah yeah. they're saying like that you're you have sex with people that you're in a relationship with exactly like if you if he has corona you have corona if she has corona you have corona if you've already seen each other through this you're fine just um don't go fucking fucking everybody in the neighborhood because spreading the corona and whatever no one night stands so that's it no one night stands and it's under, so do you know what? In fairness to my roommate, it's probably good she paid for his Uber over because she's not going to be able to do it with anyone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else does it say? Um, So uh, you and your safest sex partner, masturbation, you are your safest sex partner. Masturbation will not spread uh, COVID or whatever it's called, especially if you wash your hands. COVID. COVID. What's wrong with me? Especially if you well, wa- you said it right at the beginning of this. And, and for some just- reason, then you got locked into the other thing. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> You you began saying it correctly, and then you went into this COVID thing. I don't know what. I don't know why the I just disappeared from COVID. 
okay so um so basically they just say you should masturbate and wash your hands and use sex toys but make sure you wash them with soap and water at least 20 seconds before and after you've had sex yeah sing happy birthday twice as you wash your dildo happy birthday (laughs) mr dildo yeah Happy um, birthday to you. Um, you should avoid close contact, including sex with anyone else. Like, okay, that's what we have. You, uh, if you usually meet your sex partner online or make a living by having sex, consider taking a break from person dates, video sex, sexting, or chat rooms may be options for you. So they're just promoting exactly. what we've promoted. Um, yes. Take care during sex. Kissing can easily pass the COVID. What's wrong? COVID. COVID. Oh my God. COVID. I think I have brain injury. COVID. No, you think you're dyslexic, but that's fine. You, you, that's the other. The, you got to do three tests when this is. You got to test for fucking COVID. You got to test for dyslexia, and you got to test for fucking STD okay. when this is all over. Kissing. Or two of them. One of them now, and two of them after. Kiss, I'm gonna do a dyslexic test online. Kissing. Why didn't I read this out? Kissing in Glasgow. <laughs> you're reading the next thing. I was grand. I'm, no, we're not gonna get to that. I okay. fucking used up too much. Kissing can easily pass COVID. Avoid kissing anyone who is not in your small circle. Okay, grand. Uh, rimming mouth on anus might spread covid virus and feces may enter your mouth so no rimming lads and girls yeah which is amazing that they put that in it's fucking brilliant it's great that they're putting it in and just like it's a normal sex thing which is no great. rimming um well it, it may it doesn't may spread it, it doesn't say no rimming it, it, it just says rimming sorry and then it says look it might spread it so be careful and then condoms and dental dams can reduce contact with saliva or fetus especially during oral or anal sex and then just washing up wash your hands and then the next one um wash yeah we've done that oh disinfect your keyboards and touch screens that you share with others for video chat watching porn or anything else <laughs> nice hilarious this is from the new york's fucking dot gov yeah fucking fair play to this them. is new york dot gov i never even occurred like make sure you wipe the cum off your fucking screens because it might be covid in it isn't this brilliant um si- skip sex with your partner if they're not feeling well so that's grand and then uh, well i was joking on my instagram that you know when your partner test positive for the coronavirus and then you isolate and you don't get it that's a bad sign for your relationship (laughs) (laughs) like how little intimacy did you have leading up to her testing positive that you didn't fucking get it yourself yeah right jesus but yeah and then it's just stds just like you know that one's just for for me stds and birth control um so yeah there you go that's it now. I did. I did think of something there just a second ago when you you when you. Oh yeah. So this woman had messaged me based on my my message today to say that uh, she had got an increase of messages from guys saying no strings attached NSA. I didn't realize that some people say NSA. I don't know what that meaning means. like no strings attached. No, I thought but that no was strings. NASA. NSA, yeah, just say no strings attached. I didn't know what it meant either, mm. but uh, that basically. Oh, so sorry. She was saying that you can't you can't message no strings attached anymore because uh, if we have sex and I have COVID, then we both have to self isolate. So at the moment, it's impossible to have no strings attached sex because actually, there's more strings than than normal. Yeah, and I think people. I saw I've saw some great jokes about it, but you know, there was one girl who posted a joke basically. I, you know good luck to not texting me back now because you've no excuse <laughs> like but like yeah it's just yeah i think the cat the cat yeah people aren't going to be as casual right now that's for sure oh no that the, the casual is gone i think the only thing that's going to increase is uh is is sexting you know yeah 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 
And I think a lot of people will come out of this maybe potentially wanting relationships or, you know, reconsidering a lot. Because in New York, you're just so fucking busy and all of a sudden you have time to kind of go, yeah, I wouldn't mind like having the odd, you know, having someone that I could go with for a date with on a, once a week, you know. So just having someone have your back. But All right, actually, will we read? Let, let, let's finish off with this dilemma. Let's this do is it. A, I really is like a, it. This is, and it's perfect. This is, a, this is a coronavirus Hold on, the Irish numbers just came through there. Two more deaths and 219 new cases. You see, Irish were getting too fucking relaxed. And, uh, you know, they, 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 the Irish numbers weren't going up that much. And the Irish people were starting to get too relaxed. I think Ireland will be going on lockdown soon. Claire Byrne has it, the Irish broadcaster. Yeah, guys. I hope, I hope she's okay. Guys, just stay in, like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, anyway. Mm, lads. So Let's this is um, we're going to finish off with a, a very long listener dilemma. So basically, I need our listeners to stay with this, okay? And uh, this is this is a soap opera. This is an, this is an incredible love story that uh, finishes with with a, it's it finishes with a, with a coronavirus getting involved in this love story. So this is a, this is the story section of the podcast we'll we'll read it in segments if if i pause it's only because i'm taking out bits of information which i think give away too much about these people okay um i have a very good male friend since elementary school uh they move he moved from one place to another in fourth grade and he was in my class and we've been friends ever since so they're friends since the fourth grade we both ended up going to college in uh boston then working at uh Two firms, very similar types of firms, as the same job, and then they both went uh, to further their studies, postgraduate studies, and I, she stayed in Boston, and he moved back to New York. Uh, so that's when they sort of, they, that's when suddenly their life went long distance. But they're just mates, you know. Uh, our relationship has always been a friendship, but in the back of my mind, I kind of always wished I was more attracted to him because he's such a great person. My parents love him. And he's so fun. We're really similar, etc. So, in early January 2019, I was home from school, staying at my parents' house in New York. And we went out in the city. Uh, she was in the suburbs of New York, but they went out in the city. He was living in town, in the city center. We had dinner and drinks with friends, and then went dancing downtown. And all of a sudden, it was 3.30 a.m., and she'd missed her last train home to the burbs. She texted her parents and said, I'm just going to crash at my buddy's place. I'd done this a million times before, completely platonically, but for whatever reason, that night we had sex. Capital G-R-E-A-T, great sex. It was phenomenal. When I woke up in the morning, I was like, fuck. He promptly turned over and said, I am so happy this happened. I've been in love with you for so long, and I just didn't know how to tell you, and I'm just so glad this happened. But I was freaking out. I didn't immediately feel a spark, and I was so nervous that I had just ruined our friendship. In my head, we either were just going to be friends forever or literally get married. We couldn't be anything in between. He walked me to Grand Central, and I told him I had a lot to think about and would need some time. So we'll just take a, we'll just take a breather there for a sec, because that's a lot of reading. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is an incredible beginning of this story. Chapter one of that story is basically... A scenario I think a lot of us have thought about, you know, friendships. And it really reminds me of Love is Blind. Did you watch Love is Blind in the end or no? No. Yeah, it's just funny because you, you, make, you have these connections with people 
but then you bring the physical into it. And, you know, sometimes that spark isn't there straight away. And then the big question is, if the spark isn't there straight away, should you just immediately bring it back to the friend zone? Or should you know that life, you know, the spark is really not that important for the majority of life and that actually you should just, you know, realize that if you've had great sex and this guy is one of your great friends, then it's probably going to work out as a relationship because that's actually... You know, there's so many important elements. But uh, anyway, you didn't see Love is Blind, but that doesn't matter. No, but yeah, but it's like um, the fact that they have sex was usually you're afraid when it's a close friend and you're you're not feeling attracted. You're like, oh, the sex is probably going to be shite. The fact that they had great sex is like, wow, that's brilliant. I know, but I also, yeah. Well, anyway, we we don't have her here, but I don't understand how they could have this great sex, but she just didn't feel a spark. It's like, well, what the fuck? Were you waiting for a fucking bonfire? I mean, you know. I think she was just- A spark- what? Well, I'd say, you know, if it, they were drunk and she woke up, she was probably having the fucking yeah, fear. Regret. The fear yeah, and it was a little panic. Regret. And that would have taken so over here, Well, actually, back. here we go. Here we go. So instead of saying there's no spark, it turns out it was fears. So I'll go back to reading. I was worried mainly about two things. One, he's Indian and his parents are Indian immigrants who always told him he was not allowed to marry a white girl. She's white. I live in Boston and he's in New York. We already had our jobs lined up for after postgraduate in Boston, his in New York. I really don't want to move back to New York. I love my life in Boston, and it's best for me to have a couple of hundred miles between me and my parents. They're great. I just need my space. I can identify, although now I have eternal space. He kept texting me constantly over <laughs> Sorry, I just threw that in. He kept texting me constantly over that next week and asking me to meet up. But I had a ton of schoolwork and a huge deadline coming up, and I just didn't know what I wanted to say to him. So I went back to Boston without ever having an in-person conversation. And then slowly, over the next six months, we just didn't really talk. I wasn't dating anyone, and I don't think he was either. I still just didn't know what to say to him or how I felt. So her fears and confusion led to silence. She literally just procrastinated. She kind of went, I'm not going to fucking deal with this right now. Just going to put it in a box and move on. I was home again in New York over the 4th of July for my grandmother's 80th birthday party. And he texted me to hang out, but actually was ve- I was very busy with my family and I couldn't, which you know can only be construed as playing it cool, even though she had an excuse. Soon after that, he started dating a girl who is Indian. It broke my heart. He would post her on his Insta stories and stuff, and I would get so sad, jealous. Eventually, I had to put him on mute, mute just couldn't take it. Fast forward six months to this past Christmas. I texted him, and we met up at the Westchester Mall to walk around. After about 30 minutes of small talk, I said, look, we need to talk about last year. And he was like, okay, finally. He told me that I really hurt him by shutting him out. And he'd been really sad for six or seven months. And then when I wouldn't hang out with him over the fourth, he said, fuck it. And started dating this girl he had matched with on a dating app. And that now it's going really well. He had never told his parents about any past girlfriends because they're all white. But they knew about this one and they were getting excited to meet her. It's tragic. It's really tragic. I know. This is so sad. I just burst into tears right there in the middle of the Westchester Mall on Christmas Eve. I profusely apologized for how I handled the situation. And I told him that I would do anything to be able to be friends again. I felt like I couldn't tell him that I had feelings for him. I, I felt like I couldn't tell him that I had feelings for him, though, because he had a girlfriend, you know. But I told him it was confusing for me and I was scared of losing him as a friend. I also told him that I had been worried about his parents and the fact that 
he was in New York and I was in Boston. He told me he wished I just said that to him a year ago. He said he obviously could handle his parents, especially because they've known me since I was a little kid, and that he had been considering breaking his contract and looking for a job at a firm in Boston. This killed me. This killed me. I was so, so sad that day in the mall, but I just couldn't tell him how I really felt because I didn't want to step on his girlfriend's toes. So much of her not expressing her feelings. I know. She really bottles up a lot here, a lot. After, yeah, after Christmas and New Year's, I went back to Boston and got ready for my final semester of post, my postgraduate that I would be spending doing an internship at an immigration consultancy in Dublin. That, you know, I was trying to avoid too much info. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, that's probably a little bit too much. But I was excited to move to Ireland for four months and just leave all this behind me. I landed in Dublin on January 13th and started having all the crack. Yay. I loved it. I love Dublin. Such an amazing city. It is. Uh, she has Irish, you know, grandparents and she was able to go to where they're from and see the house that they were born. Her grandfather was born rare in. I spent time with my cousins who lived there. I even got to go to a real Irish country wedding. So mm. just a great Irish American experience. This is my favorite part of the whole. <laughs> of course it is. I also went to Dez's show a couple of weeks ago in Cork. It was amazing. Every wake and funeral I have ever been to has been an Irish Catholic one in Queens. So me and Mama hit close to home. I was lolling the whole mm. time. One night back in Dublin, I was walking home from dinner with friends and he called me. We talked a little about what I'd been up to in Dublin. And then he said, yeah, so um, it's getting pretty serious with the girlfriend. I think I'm going to introduce her to my parents. But before I take this next, this next step, I need to know, do you have any feelings for me at all? Jesus Christ. I mean, this is straight out of like Cecilia Hernshaw. I know. This is fucking like she should write a book. This is fucking, this is like every rom-com ever written. I know. This is fucking real. Every time I watch these rom-coms, I'm like, it doesn't work this way. But Jesus Christ, this is like beginning, middle and end. This is the whole fucking package. I know, because you're always shouting at the rom-com person. Except being like, she's like, the, say how you feel. I know. Exactly. Just say it. And in the movies, you're just like, he wouldn't keep this bottled up. But in this situation, you're like, holy shit, she just won't fucking say how she feels. So here we go. Immediately, my stomach started churning. But I had to tell him the truth. That I did have feelings for him. That I was jealous every time he posted an Insta story with her. That I had been having horrible daydreams about having to go to their wedding someday and having to pretend to be happy for him, oh et cetera, et cetera. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's straight out of the fucking rom-com. This is like um, happy on the Julia Roberts. What? This is like the Julia Roberts movie where she tries to break up the wedding in the end, and then it doesn't work. Yes, he sounded happy on the phone. He was glad I told him the truth, and that he said he needed to think, though, think it through because the girlfriend was so awesome and he didn't want to hurt her. Bit blah blah blah, which obviously I understand. So I told him to take his time, no rush getting back to me since it took me a full year to be able to articulate my feelings for him. After the call, I was really happy. I felt like he wouldn't have asked me if he wasn't completely sure that he would rather be with me than her. And now the ball's in his court. Now the ball was in his court. Some of my friends had told me that I would need to say something to him eventually, so it was good that he asked and I told him the truth. Then, (laughs) COVID-19 happens, or COVID for some. (laughs) Mr. Idiot President. Mr. Idiot President goes on global television and says he's closing the borders to all travel from Europe. Forgets to mention that the very important fact that U.S. citizens will always be able to enter. Myself and the other law students in Dublin were woken up in the middle of the night and told we needed to get on flights home ASAP. 
My school then canceled all abroad programs, and in less than three days, I was home in Boston, quarantined in my apartment, with no idea how I would earn the remaining half of semester's worth of credits. I need to graduate in May and then take the bar in July. That's thunder. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) it was thunder just as I said that. I landed in Boston that Sunday evening. That day was one of the craziest days of my life. Dublin Airport was insane. I stood in customs fleet clearance for five hours. Then my plane sat in the tarmac in Dublin for another four hours, and I was devastated that my time in Ireland was cut short. I love it so much. There'll always be pieces of my heart there. Mm. Monday, my first day back in Boston, stuck in my apartment, quarantined. So sad about having to leave Ireland and then coming home unable to see my friends. He texts me. Hey, can you talk? Are you home? And I said, yes. And he said, American number? Yeah. I was excited. I thought there was no way he'd call me with bad news, especially with what was going on in the world, what had just happened to me over the past few days. He called and we caught up, talked about COVID-19 and whether or not we'd be able to take the bar. We talked about his online classes and how my situation was up in the air because I could not do my Dublin internship remotely. And then we should probably talk about the other stuff he said. I think with everything that's going on in the world right now and the fact that you're in Boston and you don't really want to come back to New York and I I don't want to go back there, it's just best for me to stay with the girlfriend. She's awesome and it isn't worth jeopardizing this. What do you think? I was shocked. I managed to choke out, yeah, I'm having a really bad week so this is just the icing on the cake. He said, oh my God, I'm sorry, I wasn't thinking. I didn't mean to add to all of that, I'm sorry but I hung up before he could finish the thought. I spent the rest of the day sobbing. I needed to cry it out. Losing Ireland and him in the span of a few days, it was too much. So now what? He moronically had told her everything about us, that he had a crush on me since fourth grade, our families were good friends, and most importantly, he said, we'd had sex a year ago. I don't think I'll ever be able to be friends with both of them, you know? She won't want to be my friend, but I really don't want to lose him as a friend. I'm also pissed that he had to call me and tell me that right after I returned home from Ireland. I mean, like, come on. Such a shitty thing to do, right? I take responsibility for the fact that it took me a full year to work up the courage to talk to him about how I felt. I know that was shitty of me. But I'm upset that he would even call me and ask if I had feelings for him. And he was just going to stay with her. Like, why make me admit that than just stay with her? That's shitty, right? These are questions for us. What do you think I should do? We've not spoken since he called me a week ago to tell me he was going to stay with her. Do I call him and be like, oh, what the fuck? Why did you ask me if I had feelings for you? Then just stay with her. Or do I just leave it? We're 26. Part of me feels like it's, if it's meant to be, it will be. Eventually. But the other part of me wants to rip him a new one. But the big, biggest part of me wishes I had never got drunk and slept with him. I miss my friend. And she gave us her name and a picture of the two of them. Oh, yeah, they're cute. Jesus Christ, I mean. Well, firstly... What a beautiful, what a well-written finish. I know. I know. Part of me feels like it it. will meant to be eventually, but the other part of me wants to rip him a new one. (laughs) But the biggest part of me wishes I'd never gotten drunk and slept with him. I miss my friend. Yeah. Well, here's a fucking advertisement for never banging your friends. Well, firstly, look, firstly on that fucking time, do you know what I mean? They won't. They've been friends since they were four. They're not going to stop being friends. If it takes a year or two or whatever, they'll be fine. Secondly... Well, that's not a guarantee, in my opinion. You think? I think, well... But I think there's a lot of... Like, here where she says, 
she's mad at him for 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 calling up. I don't think there would have been a right time to have that conversation at any time. So, you know, he would have been, she would have been upset any time he had called. Yeah, I mean, personally for me, I don't think he's done anything wrong. Yeah, and the thing is, he literally Because he's communicated, he's communicated relatively quickly every time. Yeah, and he says, what do you think? So he was giving her the chance to go, no, I, I, like, I'm serious about this because why would he? So far, she's just said, yes, I've had feelings. It took her a year to decide. Like, he, he, if he just breaks up with a girlfriend on her kind of, I have feelings, he's jeopardizing. So I, I, if anything, he was open up for her to go, no, like, I will be serious with you. I'll consider moving to New York. Like, that's what I took from that. But I think her, you know, when you're in it, your feelings kind of, it's like they fog up the lo- the kind of logic, if that makes sense. So well, there's a number of things going on here. First of all, let's go back to the beginning. Okay. Her initial feeling was she had no spark, which I can appreciate, which is like we had great sex, but we're great friends. But I've always felt him as a friend, not really much more than that, you know? And she did have that feeling of, God, I wish I was attracted to this guy because he'd be like a great husband. And I think a lot of us have had a friendship like that where it's just like, oh, it's such a pity that I don't want to have sex with this person because actually I think we'd be a great pair for life, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's easier to be friends than it is to be in a relationship. And, you know, when, when the friendship goes over to the next level, the lack of spark can be the thing that destroys the whole fucking thing, you know? Yeah. So one of the reasons why she couldn't contact him for six or seven months, because she was so fucking conflicted because she kind of knew that it was basically forever or never. Yeah, absolutely. And that is, that. and, and obviously she, obviously she stalled, way too long which is just fucking insane but she needs to be honest with herself about where that stalling was coming from before she gives herself too much of a hard time yeah and i think if you're feeling doubt that's something as well like i don't know if it should feel that hard and that stressful i think yeah i don't know i have a further i have something to add there she also needs to be conscious of the fact that the attraction only really built when she became aware that he had somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that also is is, is 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 dangerous in the sense that I'm not saying it's not real, but it, it you know, the jealousy and the thought that, you know, now it's it's less attainable makes it more attractive. Mm-hmm. And that is that in my opinion, that is a that is a bad reason to suddenly feel you know, like now I know that I that I really like him now that somebody else is trying to take him. I'm not saying it's not true, but I'm just saying it's something to look out for in terms of when you became very clear. Because the truth is that it was a pretty big rejection for her to not meet up with him on July the 4th. Yeah, I agree. That, that, that to me was, in my opinion, that was her biggest mistake. Because I know she said she was busy, but we've been through this with the when we did that one about the the girl, the New York girl that was passionately in love with this Irish guy, and then he's like, "I'm busy." You know, there's only one way that that gets read, and that's kind of like a semi rejection. You know, yeah, because Especially he knows the in a family. scenario where they hadn't met up since they fucked, and he knows the family. She could have invited him over. So yeah, and they hadn't met up since they had sex. So that was really, I think that was really the the apex moment. You know, but don't get me wrong, we all make mistakes. Oh, so I don't course. think she should give no, herself a hard very, time. Very human. Like this is a very I wouldn't be giving myself a hard time at all. But it's more just how you go forward now. But I I think it's But let me let me say this. Before this conversation started, I said to you, before we started recording, I said to you, I don't think this guy has done anything wrong. And you said I see it differently. What 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 was Well, it that- I guess I it's I don't think she's done anything wrong either. Does that make sense? Like, I think what she did was very... Well, you don't think 
human. Like I think, yeah, she could have handled it better, okay, and she could have. Well, humans it. make mistakes, and she could have. She could have been like open and honest. And this is something I fight with with my friends a lot, where I'm like, just fucking tell them how you feel, and they fucking tiptoe yes. around for a few months. And there's a lot of the time, yeah. there's the expectation on the guy to be romantic, and the guy to ch- like they'll be like, oh, but he didn't want to see me on Tuesday. That means he doesn't like me, and he's not chasing me. And I'm like, you just have to. You're being cold. Because, you know, when it's hard to read and I just want people to be more vulnerable, just even if she had been like, I think the reason why I think it's like good she's sharing this with us, because I think there's so many people who just won't fucking say, even if you were like, I don't really know how I'm feeling. I'm so confused. I'm in just say all of that. Yeah. Just say it out loud because next, you know, you'll be saying things that you didn't even realize that you felt and i think just fucking always talking to people i don't think he did any i think i don't think i think he handled it really well i don't think she handled it the best but i think she handled it the way a lot of people and a lot of women sometimes like a lot of my girlfriends are just like well i need i don't know i guess actually no guys too this is a general people thing where you're just yeah but you got to remember don't don't forget that this is a these guys are best friends yeah i mean that's what i mean so cutting off the contact it's very like it's like it's so simple like when you're like I can't write this essay right now I've got homework to do I'm just gonna clean the kitchen and then you're fucking cleaning the kitchen the bedroom and everything you're procrastinating and that's what she did she just procrastinated it and it went too long and then when he got with someone else she went oh fuck I've left it too long and now I'm gonna lose him um and I don't know if it was just what you're saying about him being like I get that that that's like the attraction too but I think it's also the the oh I might lose him forever now and all of a sudden you realize that your feelings yeah yeah all that stuff I'm just telling her to just be what I what I'm saying there is to just be a little bit cautious of you know where the attraction came from just in the sense that uh if you're if you're going to take any drastic action of being like I need you to know that I'm, I, I, I support if you're going to, you know, go full with this girl, but I probably have not been clear enough about my, my, my feelings, you know, kind of, you know, like if she wanted to sort of like be stronger on her plea that, yes. you know, it's, it's difficult. Like it's difficult. It, it, now, now it's so complicated. That's why I was just making her conscious of just like yes. when the attraction you? built up and but it's really more of her to ask questions to herself of, you know, uh, the immediacy of all this now uh, has you feeling a certain way, but it, actually, in the long term, you know, it it did take you quite a long time to come around to this. And when you did come around to it, it was when he was no longer available. So just no, be right. conscious of that. That's all I'm saying. That's all I mean about that. No, absolutely. And I think as well, hmm, yeah, I just think for for anyone listening, it's really just fucking. Even if you're if you can't articulate your feelings, just communicate that you can't articulate them. You know, and I also yeah, but also, and I I appreciate that. Uh, like this is. I, I, I'm sharing about the story that I heard and I appreciate that she's a listener and I like I'm totally on her side but I, I when I but I'm saying this from the point of view of, of of caring or reading between the lines of but immediately looking at the we're in separate cities his parents immediately looking at all the problems that get in the way you know that that is like a sign you know like now whether whether it was because you you were you were so afraid because you were so close you didn't want to ruin everything you you did get into a sort of an analysis paralysis position for quite a long time yeah it's like she you know? was putting looking for reasons not to be with him and why what like that's what she has to ask herself the question is it because she's afraid of committing to him forever or is it cuz like 
but you know she had a fucking year to think about it so it's hard it's really tough one like very hard you know but you know it could be people project you know people project too much in the future it can come back katie to the very thing that we said at the beginning of this podcast she might have focused too much on the top of the stairs rather than taking that first step no yeah i think so and i think as well i think you know yeah i'm trying i i i just i'm such an advocate for just fucking being vulnerable or whatever and i don't i don't think she should get mad at him i think you're right i do agree with that and he, especially when you read it out loud I was and don't like, forget he he professed his fucking love for her at the beginning he yeah. was like i've always been in love with you this is the uh, this i couldn't be happier i mean he he yeah. laid it all out there yeah he and was she great. left him cold for six or seven months so that's tough and he didn't you know? he didn't get mad at her and i think as well like she's now saying Oh, like she's mad at him, but I think that's the wrong way yeah, to handle nah, it. Yeah, that's not fair, but that's okay. She's just hurt. That's yeah. I. She shouldn't feel bad about that either. No, but I mean, she shouldn't feel bad about I, being angry. I don't. She think shouldn't she feel should. bad about being hurt. No, that's true. She shouldn't feel bad. None of this is. This is all human. This is all. This is what we do. We're all. We're all just like managing to put blockades in front of our happiness all the time, and a lot of time it is because. You know, I have a few guy friends who are afraid they're committophobes. They're not fucking committophobes because when I talk to them about it, they're like, oh, no, she's kind of a bit too good for me. She'll probably, don't, you know, leave me or whatever. And it's more just they're afraid, you know, or you're like afraid it won't work out. It's all these fears that it's kind of like you'll be grand if it doesn't work out. You'll move on. You'll get over it. And, you know, and that's it. That's it in the end. But fucking not taking those risks is just it's it's you're just missing out on good memories and yeah and like the thing with him he when she says oh like i'm mad and i want to rip rip him a new one i don't I, he literally said what do you think like because he, yeah. he he's well, she's just angry there she that's just her expressing no her which anger, is fine you know? she wants but, to be able to but i hope she wants to be able to say he's done something bad you know but he hasn't like yeah like i hope she just talks to him i hope she says because she needs to consider like right he's going to be giving up a relationship that he's kind of, that he's happy in okay so he needs to know same way roles are reversed you need to know right well if i'm going to give this up are you willing to commit to me are we going to give this a shot are you going to move to where i live and if she's able to do all that yeah i mean i think personally i think personally I don't think she should really try to fuck up his relationship. Yeah, yeah. I no, think no, no, I'm just saying like I, I think personally you were going she should to, met- you have to you have to make sure that you're going full in. But other than that, yeah, no, I completely But I really think she should just message him and say I I just I just wish now like that I, I appreciate that you're happy in your relationship and I'm happy for you. I, I need to I need our friendship back. Yeah. She needs to plead for that. And I understand that he told her too much, the girlfriend, which is a problem. But not always. It depends on the woman. I agree with you Dep- there, yeah. I was just about to say the same thing. Because he chose the girlfriend in the end really well. We don't, well, that's what the girlfriend will know. And if the girlfriend is anyway, should, I'm sure, uh, yeah. Yeah, if, honestly though, that really depends on the, that, that it really, that can go either way. Yeah. That's all I'll say on that one. You're that right. really can go either way. So I, I do think that she should attempt to salvage the friendship, but it, it, it is tough, you know? It, it is it is difficult. Well, that's what I have to say. I have a few good friendships with previous relationships, but it's tough. Yeah, all I would say is like she needs to like quickly kind of decide what she wants. But I think you're right. I think the friendship seems to be the most important thing. But just fucking whatever she's feeling, just say it. Like, I guess she could be like, look, I am mad at you for that. But I know you didn't do anything wrong. I This is just how I'm feeling. Like, if you just say it in a normal voice, like there's no. Yeah, because I don't I think. I can't. I can completely. What a dilemma! Understand where he's coming from. Like you don't want to just give up your. It's really, and then like. Plus, she had a lot of life to live. You know, it was tough. Like you she's know, only twenty six as well. Like you know. 
she had a lot of life to live. She had the the Irish thing. There's just so much of Belfast, Northern Ireland, there on CNN. But I, I don't, I can't turn it up right now because I'm 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 chatting on this. Anyway, uh, great dilemma. I I really want to thank our listener for writing it. Really yeah. well written, by the way. Very honest with the emotion, and Beautiful I I just I, well. I I just I I really appreciate. Uh, how difficult that was for her and you know i just think it's just so funny looking back on how we feel in hindsight it's so much easier to be clear yeah but i think she should give herself a break and realize that her own confusion and her lack of ability to express herself was probably honest she really was so unsure yeah you're and right. i don't think she should feel too bad and many of these types of mistakes have been made and you just never know what the what the what the future will hold. And you he, really don't. And here's the thing: if she had been like very vulnerable and been honest and communicated, they might have dated for like a month, and in, she might have been in a worse situation. So you, you know, you, none of it's like my dad always says: if if in doubt, do now. And I think like if you are feeling that much doubt, there is something there where it's like, why was she feeling so much doubt? Like it yeah. shouldn't be that hard at the start. But I would be for her. I would take away from it. To just yeah, being like always talking about how she feels and not worried about sharing those those thoughts, even if it mm. sounds gobbledy, kind of coming out. Weird. And it's hard to know. It's it's hard to read somebody's inaction. Like in that, I I remember having a situation once where I was quite quite into somebody, quite happy with it, and uh, you know, it was it was at a it was, it was quite serious, and I was just like, listen, we need to sort of figure out what this is. And, uh, you know, she refused to want to label it. And I was just like, well, if we can't label it, I'm good. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to take a hike. And, uh, you know, she was like, okay, you know, and it was like either, you know, either she was like this girl and just too confused or too worried about the future and just couldn't make that thing. Or she actually just wasn't that into it. Either way, it's very hard to know, you know, so it's very, it would have been impossible for this guy to read what was up. Oh, completely. That's why I'm saying for her, like... Yeah, to try and like definitely not to try and hold the anger back from him because yeah, I definitely I think they will I I think their friendship will survive it because like they've they've been kids even if it takes a year just to kind of but I think they'll be fine I think when she keeps keeps in touch with him or whatever um yeah I th- I think their friendship will be grand um so that's it for today yeah I hope they. Hope, I hope she's not mad at us. No, I hope she emails me. I'm going to email her back now and just let her know that it'll be on the pod. But I hope she emails us and lets us know kind of what. Because I love that she shared that because I've been there. I've done that. I've like, not to that extent, but I've been like, mm, I'm not really sure. And then yeah. didn't say how I Waited felt. Waited too long, yeah. And then it was too long. And then, it, yeah. And then it kind of, yeah. And then by the time... It, it, it kind of came out that the other person did have feelings for me too i was over it and the way i think about it i'm kind of like ah look that it's it probably wasn't meant to be so but i'm also with her whatever she wants to do is the right thing to do like if she feels like fucking this is the man i want to be with just talk to him all she has to do is pick up the phone and talk to him i think she needs to be honest about everything Send- yeah well they need to talk that's yeah. for sure they need to talk yeah. but anyway let's go we've been chatting for feckin' ages one hour and 16 minutes gotta get, we gotta get on with our bleeding lives i know i've here. got so much to do i'm gonna go over to the kitchen so much nothing and then i'm gonna walk so much to my bedroom to do and then maybe i'll pop my head in my roommate's bedroom <laughs> All right. Well, you're gonna chat to uh, you're, you're gonna chat to uh, Tori for you know maybe next week's app, maybe a bonus app. See how you guys get on. Yeah, we've got some and, uh, questions uh, in, so that was good. We'll be back next week, uh, no matter what, and may- maybe in the interim, see how we're feeling. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, as usual, 
as usual, uh, please send us your feedback. Uh, a few more reviews would be great. Five stars and all that. Yeah, uh, interact on Instagram. Plenty of time for everybody. Yeah, uh, send us in TikTok. your suggestions. Send us in your suggestions. I'll put up whatever uh, whatever we're going to talk about next week or a couple of days in advance. We'll get some we'll get some listener feedback. And uh, yeah, that's it. At Katie Boyle Comic. I'm at Des Bishop. And if you want to send... Any final words? If you want to send something long, we do have contact the shift at Gmail. So that's where she emailed. So that's good. She messaged me about contact the, contact the shift at gmail.com. Just um, DM me though and let me know that you you did send it there. Just make sure, contact the shift at Gmail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just send, shoot us a DM as well anyway. If it's not... Cool. Yeah. So that's it. Love you. Keep DMing. Right. I love having the chats. Literally have nothing else Bye. to do. Bye. Bye, everyone. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.